2: thunder in the tundra <laughs> see it's not
0: making the sound for the uh, ringing the phone odd I hello
1: why.
0: hey is hello. this uh, is this John
1: yeah how you doing man hey yeah.
0: how's it going this is Wayne and uh, Greg from Rat Sound Review
1: hey yeah. good to talk to how you how are man. you good nice to talk to you yeah you too you guys are calling from Minnesota uh, oh one yeah of us is from Minnesota and
0: I'm from New York
1: New York, all right. Yeah, I'm here in uh, Vancouver, BC. Oh wow, beautiful, beautiful day today. Here
0: sounds good. What are you on tour or something still, or what's going on? Uh, uh, Sorry, uh, say that again. Are you still on tour or something, or you just visiting there? uh, uh,
1: No, we're we're actually preparing for a tour. Uh, We're just you know doing a lot of uh, wrapping and things out of this out of here right now for the, for the upcoming tour Man. and uh we have another leg in September right hitting Memphis and Pittsburgh <clears throat> you know and Dallas oh, wow. and uh yeah so we've been kind of you know we've been playing
2: a lot of places already yeah uh, you know this year yeah Where oh yeah um uh, was talking to uh Tom Croxton about it before and you guys had a crazy extensive tour and uh you just, your energy on stage is awesome. I couldn't believe how long the tour was. Yeah, you know what? We, we put out each and every night
1: as, you know, maximum, like, oh, oh, you know, over 100%. You know, we, we want to give the, the fans or the crowd the, the best experience they can have. And, uh, you know, and I want them fist pumping, singing along. You know, and we had a, you know, that night in uh, Minnesota, you know, we had a, uh, such an incredible band with uh, Tom Croxton, Ted Jetlicky and uh, Will Maravallus, you know, and of course uh, John Leibel, um, tremendous guitar player, you know, from your neck of the woods.
2: Oh yeah, um, you uh, like I told you after the show. I don't know if uh, you, you remember or not, but you crushed my head for the picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I hope I hope you were able to. Um, have surgery and get it back again. Uh,
2: <laughs> oh, it, it resurrected three days later. That's how strong Thor is. He can crush your head and then will it to come
1: back. <laughs> but it, it, it was all all done in love,
2: you know. Oh, the
1: head with great. love, you
2: know.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I appreciate your you know your support and you know what can I say? You know, just so great to meet you guys you guys. Uh you know, I'm not only to meet you uh, in person, in Minnesota, but meet both of you on, on uh, you know, from across the miles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, he oh, hasn't yeah. been the same since you crushed his head, but
1: uh, he'll he'll eventually <laughs> get back
0: to normal, I guess. <laughs> well, if anybody doesn't know who we're on the phone with, we're we're on the phone with uh, John Michael Thor, from the band Thor, and uh, really appreciate you, uh, you know, giving us this chance to give you uh, an interview.
1: Yeah. Well, I appreciate it as well. You know and as I said I appreciate uh, very much the, uh, and I'm honored by the support uh, you give for Thor and it keeps us going it keeps us wanting to make more albums and wanting to keep touring
0: yeah definitely yeah. I, I'm actually a, a fairly new fan of you
1: I mean oh, great. I've, known, so, uh, I've
0: known about you for a while what was your lot? first
1: album <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh,
0: um, my first album uh,
1: Avenger Aven- oh Metal Avenger yes yeah, yeah. We had some great guests on that, uh, yeah. and the, an interesting fact uh, about the fast Eddie Clark, one of my great friends uh, from Motorhead. Uh, it was uh, his last performance on on uh, on an album. Oh, really? Uh, when he, he when he played a Metal Avenger before he passed away. Oh wow! Yeah, all those I... guys are gone now. The original Motorhead. Yeah, yeah yeah it's, it's,
2: i did not uh, realize he was on that uh he's one of my favorite guitar players i loved fastway too we just talked about them a couple weeks ago
1: yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. fastway absolutely well yeah he's definitely on there along with uh, it, you know so many other uh, greats uh that were guests of mine friends of mine and guests of mine that were on that album but yeah fast eddie clark i just love what he did if you listen to his lead on Metal Avenger. It's incredible.
2: Oh, wow. I never knew that was him. That's an amazing uh, riff
1: Yeah, absolutely Yeah, I you know, I, I lived in uh, England um, years ago back in the day in the in the 80s and uh, Motorhead myself girls school tank. We all had the same management company Gray Ray limited headed by uh, Douglas Smith, so when I lived in England and uh, we operated out of there, I used to see Lemmy and the guys, you know, Fast Eddie and, you know, mm. Filthy Phil, uh, all those guys, you know, uh, quite often.
0: Wow. So you kept that's in really touch fun. for a while
1: then. Excuse me?
0: So you kept in touch and that's how you got to get him on the album?
1: Um, You know what? We, we had a space where we really weren't in touch as much uh since i left like england and new york you know like every once in a while and you know every once in a while with lemmy too um but then um i just reached out to him and and he wanted to do it you know he said i want to do this
2: so uh it, it was great that's great um i mean that's awesome i love his leads and that's a great song metal avenger is a great record Um, i i I really have to say especially with uh the new band it's just it's gotten such i mean i love the old stuff too but progressively it's just gotten so much better and i uh think this may be your best most intense band yet really oh yeah these guys are amazing and and uh well, with Metal Avenger,
1: that that was pre, um, Beyond the Pain Barrier, and that's where um, the the Minnesota band came in, you know, oh. on Beyond the Pain Barrier, and then of course we had the Christmas album, and, and recently uh, uh, they're involved uh, with Hammer of Justice. So, you know, there was a lot of albums in the last like three years, yeah. and uh, and and so it, it just keeps evolving. So I I do feel. That, you know, the Minnesotans are (laughs) are a great asset. (laughs) I always was a fan of the Minnesota Vikings as well, but a great asset, uh, you know, to this, um, you know, organization, this band, this entity, uh, the brand, you know, everything, you know. And we did so much in a short period of time. I'd say since, you know, I met with John Leibel in. Uh, gee, that was like 2016. We did a, uh, a show in uh, in Minneapolis there, and um, we, we we put out like what three albums? Uh, well, four albums if you include it, Electric Eyes. I mean, that was kind of in, in, in that that was one brought back from the past. But yeah. three albums Actually, that they I were involved with. One. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Was, I
0: went to go look for some more of your albums in a, in a store I go to by my house. And, uh, yeah, that was there. So I grabbed that one.
1: Oh, great. I, I didn't know it was well, that,
0: that. I didn't know it was like your first album that never got released or something.
1: Second album that never got released. It, okay. it was, uh, keep the dogs. It was the first album, Okay. you know, and that, in mm-hmm. that era. And then that was the follow up. We recorded it at mushroom, uh, rec studios, uh, in Vancouver where heart recorded magic band and all that stuff. Oh, wow. And, uh, and, and it, uh, somehow, I don't know, they, the I guess they, the label felt, RCA Records at the time, felt that Keep the Dogs Away was more produced. And uh, I think that uh, Electric Eyes had a raw edge, so they mm-hmm. just shelved it. You wow. know, I own the, the master anyway, so I was able to come back with it and, and present it to Cleopatra Records, who loved it, you know, yeah. years later. And, and here we are, it, it got released. But in, in the sense of volume of product and, and what we've done, uh, I mean, with the guys, you know, John Leibel and Ted Jedlicki, Tom Croxton, you know, like, you know, the guys from Minnesota there, like, you know, what we've done in the past three years is amazing. We were, we've been over to Europe twice. Wow. And then, uh, we've toured across the United States twice in Canada. Um, and then, you know, putting out, like, those three albums that they're on, you know a short period of time so yeah. now we're you know we're talking about another record uh to come out for a big tour for for uh march like a national tour it's going to be a really big one coming up next Ooh. in 2020 in march so uh um, so there's still a lot on the horizon mm-hmm. but this one's got a, a lot of life left in it we're getting some good reviews on uh hammer of justice and it's got a lot of life left, and we're still touring with it. You know that's why we're heading out again in September, and probably again in October.
0: Very hmm. yeah. right, cool. Yeah, I like the album a lot. I, I got the download. I gotta go. I gotta have to get the uh, actual CD version
1: uh, because actually yeah. it also
0: it also comes with the uh, the documentary, the second part of that movie, right?
1: Yeah, second part of uh, I Am Thor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, really wanted to watch that. Is that gonna come out on Netflix or anything anytime soon? Amazon?
1: I don't know. Uh, you know, net, you know, Netflix keeps getting bigger and bigger, more and more competition. Um, you know, it's a different kind of film, really, than I Am Thor. Yeah. I Am Thor has sort of it, it's more like a story, uh, uh, where this is more of a tour documentary. It, mm-hmm. it kind of it follows what happened, of course. You know, after I Am Thor, where did, where did the band go? What happened? There? Where did Thor go? and yeah. you know and and a lot of work was done to have the cameras go all to europe and all across america so it's a bit more of a tour uh, do- uh documentary but um you know done in a different way but uh, mm. it's still entertaining it's still entertaining and, and we've had screenings on it and people love it and, yeah. and uh but you know whether it's going to go to netflix i don't know it, right now it's on the tour circuit like it'll be it'll be played in memphis Okay. Along with Rock and Roll Nightmare, you know we've had screenings believe, at, at, in Toronto and and uh, New York and you know different places.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Greg wanted to talk to you about Rock and Roll
2: Nightmare.
1: <laughs> oh, I sure. love Rock and Roll
2: Nightmare. Uh, I had that one on video when I was a kid. I used to watch it almost every day. Well, <laughs> oh. Zombie <laughs> Nightmare.
1: Yeah, that's uh, it, it's quite interesting. We we just did a. a uh big uh chat uh watch you know uh, box watch type thing with uh um tr- tracks so okay. uh we yep. had we had quite a few people on there chatting and and i was trying to answer them as fast as i could but it's pretty tough you know when the you know the right hand column is going so fast you know the work yeah. drive yeah yeah but it was very exciting though very very exciting to have that many people from all over the world, watch the movie at the same time with you and make comments. Mm.
0: Yeah, actually, the first time I heard you was from um, when Mystery Science Theater did their version of um, Zombie Nightmare.
1: Did you, oh yeah, you ever yeah. you that yeah.
0: one? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was probably, just they that kind early. of
1: got into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that. that, that uh, I, you know, I, I like that. I like it when, you know, there's a little. Uh, a fun made of the movie or comments and things like that. It, you know, I, I like that. It's a lot of fun for me too.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it also brought the movie back out into the public too. You know, not you know.
1: Yes. <clears throat> you know, it, it's it's strange in various capacities how something can 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 sort of get out there in a different way. You know, yeah. and and I'm all for riff tracks. I love. The uh mystery science theater 3000
0: yeah.
1: and, and they did a big job for a zombie nightmare you know and
0: yeah
1: i believe uh, it's it was re-released too it's i believe that's on netflix i think i think that mm-hmm. version is on netflix yeah 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 i, I think so yeah
0: i'm, uh, I'm a huge uh, mystery science theater fan so i have all of that stuff <laughs>
1: excellent excellent
2: okay. yeah um what else what else greg uh, no, I was just curious, um, h- how did the movies come about? Um, did you always plan to make that part of Thor? Or?
1: Um, well, you know, the, the origins go back into the 70s. I, I actually, you know, uh, was in movies you know, quite a bit before Thor. Uh, as a teenager, uh, you know, growing up in Vancouver, um, they, which now is called Hollywood North, was... You know, the movies were starting to happen that right now it's a lot of productions in Vancouver. But mm. back then, there I was, uh, I had a bit part in Ground Star Conspiracy with George Papard, and there was a another one called Christina. Um, just, just different parts. I kind of, you know, was always interested in being in the movies because I was a big fan of, um, like Steve Reeves, who starred in Hercules, and you know, that kind of thing, right? So, yeah. um, I always thought it would be great to be in the movies. So I had an extensive career, actually, in movies. I've probably been in, like, 50 movies, including TV wow. uh, specials uh, as well. Like, for example, um, A Family Lost on the USA Network, or the Lifetime Network. I'm sorry, Lifetime Network. That that was a, a pretty good film. I think it was one of my best, you know, performances, actually, I play a, a bad guy called Gary in that, you know, family loss. And then, you know, uh, I've I've written like soundtracks, uh, uh, like to movies like Foo Bar. Have you ever heard of Foo Bar? Oh, yeah, yeah Fubar, great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Bar is a super rocker, and and we we had the official uh, uh, video for that too that we we put together. Oh, and then um, other films, uh, you know. It was a murder at the Presidio with Blue Diamond Phillips. We did uh, oh. we did that one, uh, and I oh, had the yeah, title I track. Yeah, yeah, Glimmer on that. We also had the video for that. So you know, just I've uh, You know, I'm involved with uh, both films and records for a long time actually, mm. and uh, you know, I'm kind of happy about you know my roster in the, the film industry. Yeah.
0: What do you like doing more, the music or the other videos, uh, movies?
1: Oh, I think they go hand in hand. I okay. think uh, I always like to put out a video uh, with the album. Mm-hmm. You know, we do that all the time. and we ha- You know, we had the first concept video ever in Canada that came out of oh. Canada back oh. in, you know, with uh, Keep the Dogs Away,
2: mm-hmm. which
1: we started production on in 1976. Nobody at that time was really doing the kind of stuff we were doing. You know, we shot on 35 millimeter. It was, you know, a concept video that nobody really was doing, especially muscle rock. You know, that was yeah. something that was, you know, what's muscle rock, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean there was glitter rock, but...
2: Uh, muscle rock, yeah. And yeah, muscle uh, rock was... <laughs> the imps as well, you know. I'm sure they didn't know what to make of it. <laughs> yeah, that was...
1: Uh, pretty weird when we went on tour and and the Imps were all in glam. I mean, it was the glitter the glitter rock era. So I I had my my wild Hercules type you know stars and spangled outfit on with you know all glitter with gold cape and all that and I would lift Frank Soda the guitar player up over my head you know with one hand <laughs> and throw him into the audience and we had a lot of pyrotechnics. We even opened for Kiss in 1976. We opened for Kiss. Oh wow. Uh, but, you know, but we, I go way back in 19, you know, in the early 70s, you know, we were very theatrical. We are doing a lot of theatrics
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, when, when, when bands were starting to get more and more theatrical all the time, more and more theatrical. And, and, you know, the whole glam thing started really happening, mm-hmm. I'd say about 71, 72. And, and we were right in there, you know. Like playing with bands from Seattle, like Sea Wiz Kids. Uh, you know, they were all kind of like a New York Dolls, mm. but more glam. There, there was a Twitch. Uh, you know, it was a whole scene going on. The we Kiss were, uh, you know, on the other side. We we're over in New York mm. building their their band. So, you know, I think we were right in the in, in the beginnings of the whole uh, glam rock thing. You know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Especially,
0: I was uh, watching an interview that you did not too long ago about uh, you were talking about how uh, you think Vince Neil or you feel Vince Neil. Which I, actually, when I seen the picture of side by side of how you know you used to dress back then and how Vince Neil dressed and put you know that same outfit on, and he you know basically stole your your look.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I I um, you know, what do they say? Uh, that the best it, it's the best form of flattery. Yeah. Right, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know I, in fact Vince Neal is uh, going to be playing in Vancouver coming up, you know. Uh mm-hmm. the thing is, you know, I admire Vince Neal, I think he's a tremendous performer. I love Motley Crue, you know. And all I ever uh, maybe mentioned was that yeah, um you know, without, you know, tongue and cheek and a little fun,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that um, that I can't say a lot, there was a fair amount of bands that kind of copied our concept. That, yeah, because we were doing stuff like before anybody even thought about doing there was nobody doing right. you know the kind of uh look the muscles and the makeup and all that stuff back in 1973 and stuff you know nobody was doing Meh. stuff like that you mm-hmm. know you know there was there were glitter acts you had you know david bowie ziggy Stardust, right. the thin white duke you know type of mm-hmm. you know the thin, thin white alien Um uh, <laughs> you know, there's, you know, but nobody was doing that. So when Molly, what Molly Cruz album came out, Shout at the Devil in 1982, I think it was, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, um, 83.
1: Yeah, so in 73 and 76, Keep the Dogs Away came out in 77 with that same look. So, yeah, so it's, it's what, six years at least before, before wow. they came out, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that, you know, like a man of war, you know, man of war, Yeah, uh, with their thing, they, they didn't come out till, you know, the eighties. The yeah. 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 So, like 84 or so. Yeah. But and, uh, again, again, we, you know, we, we, we go way back. So I like the fact that we were, I I'd say we were innovators and
2: mm-hmm. you know, we
1: were innovators, you know, not only with our music, um, we were innovators with our image right. that nobody else was was doing, but uh, and I feel proud of that. I feel yeah. proud of that because you know I'd rather be an innovator. Everybody always borrows for something from somewhere uh, mm-hmm. previous. You know the the Arthur Brown. Remember Arthur Brown? I mean, oh, would yeah. you say maybe? I mean, he was one of the the first. Uh, you know. Sort of glam rock image,
2: you mm-hmm. know,
1: because he came out and was a '69 with fire,
2: song yep. fire. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. You know, you know, so that was different, you know. Oh
0: that guy was way out there.
1: <laughs> god, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I, I yeah. saw that video well, not too long ago, and I never seen that thing before. And I'm like, oh my god, that was like way ahead of its time.
1: Yeah, well, uh-huh. that's it. And sometimes, sometimes the uh, the guys who invent it, like Tesla. You know, well, I mean, if he invented electricity, he—they're not always the ones who get the big, biggest glory. Right. You know, like Edison—you know—gets the glory, whatever. Right. But, uh, um, uh, you know, it's it's—you know—that's that's basically how things work, right? Sometimes, you know, like you, you may be like the guy who invented something, but then, some like a, like Bill Haley in the Comets, mm-hmm. right? They were they were the guys who uh, brought in rock and roll before Elvis Presley, but Elvis Presley had the look and had a sort of, he came in at the right time after everything was kind of like built up for him. Then he was able to come in and boom, he became the biggest thing ever. And I love Elvis. Elvis is incredible. I like Bill Haley in the comments too, but who became bigger? Elvis, right?
2: Right. Yeah. Oh, Uh, definitely.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, but anyhow, um, that being, that being said, I'm, uh, like I said, I just, I just like what's going on in metal right now. I think it's some really great artists and, uh, so you who know, some, the,
0: who's some of your favorites? Oh, uh,
1: I, you know, I mean, I, I like, of course, Iron Maiden. I like what they're doing. Uh, uh it, who doesn't? It, you know, Ram, <laughs> I, I like, I like uh, Ramstein. Ramstein just played okay. in Finland recently, you know, uh, so I, I like all, all forms uh, of metal, Mm-hmm. Um And, you know, there's some great younger bands coming up, too, you know. So, yeah. so
2: yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, there's bands that maybe aren't, aren't as heard of, but I lo- I really like them, like Bullet. You ever heard of Bullet from Sweden? They're, yes. They're really okay. incredible band. Yeah. What do you and, think uh, about your
0: drummer's band, uh, Hex Vortices?
1: Yeah, uh, I think a lot <laughs> of them. Yeah, yeah, well, in fact, the guitar player... um, his last name's Ham- Hamilton, right? It's uh, yep. Matt Hamilton. Matt Hamilton's yep. going to be playing uh, with us on this upcoming tour. Uh, mm-hmm. because John Libels, um, his wife's expecting, so he won't be able to go on the tour. Um, but Tom Croxton will be there, uh, Ted Jedlecki, so we'll be hitting Memphis. I plan to do like a special uh, a, a tribute to Elvis in one of my songs in Memphis. Okay. Where oh, we yeah. live to rock. We we live to rock from the from uh, rock and roll nightmare the song I'm gonna yep. do a sort of a tribute to Elvis because wow. we're in Memphis Tennessee the land of the kings.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and then P- Pittsburgh's gonna be absolutely amazing. We're gonna be playing at the uh, um, it's a pl- at the place called uh, Hotel Evelyn. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Ona. Okay. Owned- Owned by the owned by the guys uh, uh, from Alice Cooper's first band. Oh,
0: really? Yeah, uh,
1: they're part they're part owners. You know, the, the original Alice Cooper band.
2: Yeah, okay. Dennis uh, and uh, Dennis.
1: Neil. Yeah, uh, Dunaway was it? The one of yeah. the guys. Yeah, or,
2: yeah Dennis yeah. Dunaway. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's right. And uh, it it supposedly has a roller coaster in the backyard. It's really? some really wild, crazy place. It's gonna be a very intimate concert. Uh, sponsored by WRCT uh, in in uh, P- Pittsburgh, right? But it's going to be oh, a wild man. concert. It's going to be absolutely crazy. Wow. Uh, and, then, uh, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, Dallas again. Dallas is, uh, you know, just amazing. We played there uh, last year yeah. in Dallas. It just was wild. So we're going back again. Yeah,
0: you have a favorite place that you've played? On this tour? What's
1: my favorite place on this tour? i oh. say say uh, when we played in Minneapolis there. Oh, don't that's suck up that yeah. gray. <laughs> <laughs> and, and New York. And New York. It, you know, it's hard to say because, man, it was, it was just, uh, you know, it, it, every place becomes a favorite at times. Yeah, of course.
2: Oh, every, crowd, yeah.
0: every crowd's different, so.
2: Yeah, Minneapolis every, every was down, such a uh, you know an intimate show too, and it, it was awesome.
1: Oh Florida yeah, I, uh, I destroyed loved that, that yeah. place. <laughs> I loved it. It was uh, you know there was such an incredible like electricity that went on that night, you know, and yep. everybody was singing along. And, oh, it was just amazing, and you know every place is different, but you know there there's a connection too. Whether you play Las Vegas or Los Angeles, uh, you know, or Minnesota or New York, where there's a connection. Like, you know, if the people know your songs and they're singing along with you, um, it, it's just a, a magical feeling that you just can't even explain it. There's just some electricity mm-hmm. that happens.
0: You think you're going to release uh, any live albums or anything for this tour?
1: Yeah, yeah, we are going to. We're working on some right now, some live albums. Okay. Yeah, you know, we got uh, maybe a a collage of you know all the places that we played, and yeah, uh, you know, we're put putting together because we've done a lot of touring, so yeah, we've got a, we've got a lot of material, a lot right. of material, and and uh, probably a Thunder Hawk Part Three might be coming out.
2: Wow. Uh, I know oh. we
1: are Thunder, yeah, you know. So uh, as well as uh, yeah, we'll see what's ha- uh, transpiring. We're talking back and forth with the label right now well like a new album if they want us to do that big tour in march you know an extensive tour we're probably going to hit another new album wow awesome man you're busy i'm excited yeah yeah <laughs> thanks guys but uh <laughs> you know i get excited when you know talk to you guys and you're, you're into what what i'm doing man. what we're doing man, and no, uh, i love it yeah yeah, especially and, uh, after you know,
0: I saw the um, "I Am Thor" documentary, I got really into it, and you know, I, I'm trying to search on all the albums.
1: Yeah, well, I, didn't, I, I never
0: know you. You did so much after until I watched that documentary. And I try to get everybody to watch it because it's just yeah. It's, I, just I really never good. knew
1: I did. I never, did. I, uh, I never knew either until I watched these things. Because you know, time goes by, and you think, oh, right. oh yeah, I did. I did that album. or I did that album. You know, it's not that I, you don't. You forget the albums. Right. I've done 30 albums and, yeah. and just time goes by. It's like McCartney, you know, McCartney, uh, on this last tour, he said that he had to, uh, um, relearn some of the, even though he wrote songs from mm-hmm. back in the sixties and seventies, he had to mm-hmm. relearn some of the songs right. to play on the tour, you know, and it's sort of, uh, like when I was in New York, uh, we did a show at the Highline, uh, ballroom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, and I had to. to we, it was we did keep the dog's way in its entirety. I had wow. to pretty much relearn all the songs again. They all mm-hmm. came back to me, but right because I hadn't sung them. In, a lot of them I hadn't sung in like 40 years. Wow, wow. Because you never really do. You know when you're doing pieces from all the different albums, you never do all the album.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's hard for you to pick because you got so many albums.
1: So, well, I could do the ones that. People want the most. Yeah. Although you know there are some, like I would like to do that are a little unique, like Mushroom World. Mm. That's off the Beast Women album. You know, okay. I would, there's a, 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 it's a song. You know, I did it in New York. because we had a part one, part two, and part three. This is a, a big show we did in 2015. Oh wow! You know, and uh, yeah, so we um, did a part one was all Keep the Dogs Away, and then part two was. Op, kind of like obscure songs and it went with the whole production wow, that's where welcome. I battled titano
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes I've read about that that sounds I,
1: great.
2: <laughs> did uh, do you, you ever do any feats of strength with Lemmy
1: with Lemmy with, um, <laughs> I think I think uh, we lifted who could lift the heaviest cup of tea we had tea in England <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't uh, like
2: such a but we had a lot of fun <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> you know we, I'd come visit our manager Doug Smith at his office and Lemmy would be there many times you know talking things over and, and then it'd be time for tea like we have coffee break there it's tea time and, mm. and so we'd have a cup of tea together and talk and then he played a song for me one time you know, it's uh, it's, he goes, uh, hey John, John, I got a new song, yeah, you know, would you like to hear? It? I said okay. He started playing it on a guitar, and he goes, "Killed by Death, Killed by Death." You know, and I, I said, I think that's going to be a hit. I mean, you know, so.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, so that's kind of how it was. It was fun around there, you know, just. Yeah at the Grey Bray Limited offices in in London, England. Hmm. You know, Lemmy was there, Fast Eddie come by, or Nick Turner from Hawkwind. Oh know, wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. He he yeah. played Loki on one of the tours I did of of England. Nick Turner played uh Loki. Okay. Yeah. Tremendous performer. But you know, Lemmy was in ho uh Hawkwind.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, That's yeah. Oh kind
1: of work. Yeah. I mean, uh, dude. but, uh, a
0: lot Fast of great memories.
1: Always, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was, uh, he lived on a houseboat that way back then.
2: Really? You know, so
1: it was really weird for me on our recent tour and we played Hollywood and, and there I see at the rainbow room, we go to eat there oh. and there's Lemmy as a statue. Yes,
0: yeah, You that, know, yeah. and I, it so kind it. of freaked me out
1: <laughs> really. It, it made me feel, you know, like I was just having a cup of tea with him not too long ago. Yeah. And there he is, as a statue, and it kind of, you know, kind of made me feel melancholy there. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah that's
0: kind of weird. As long as it looks better than that uh, that Dio statue that they did at Wacken. Did
1: you see that you, thing? Be, say that again.
0: <laughs> did you see that Dio statue that they had at Wacken?
1: The Wacken Oh, a Dio statue. Yeah. Oh, I, I I was I didn't see that. I uh, I, I saw where they had the hologram. Oh, yeah. no. They, they made a yeah. bunch
0: of statues. They made a Lemmy statue, too. And somebody else I forgot oh, okay. who, but uh, they made a deal one, and it
1: looked terrible. They, but were they lifelike?
0: <laughs> uh, uh, like, the they, Lemmy statue
1: it, was lifelike, you know? No, they, these were
0: made... Do you ever see those statues that are made out of, like, old car or bicycle parts or something?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was made kind of like that. They wow. did a good job. You could tell they spent a lot of time doing it. Just It didn't really look like uh, Dio. It was kind of funny. He
2: looks, he looks more hmm. like Warwick Davis from the Leprechaun movies, man. The, the face looks oh, all wow. weird. Yeah, it's not the right material to try to make a portrait with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee whiz.
1: No, next- it's uh, um, you know, going going on about you know the holograms. I don't mind the holograms. Sometimes I like to think that maybe I could be a hologram, yeah. and, and I, you know, <laughs> I I'd manage myself, uh, and, you know, just. This work do licensing and put put my hologram out there.
2: Hey, okay. why not? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. See, for, <laughs>
2: for 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 a Thor show though, I think something like that could work. Um, my my personal problem with it comes in with uh, the Frank Zappa one. I just think yeah. it it goes against everything he ever stood for, and his two kids are trying to make money off of him. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, he never stood for that. He's against that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: He'd he would be never. Bald. He would never conform to that. But, uh, but yeah. So you know, um, on the horizon for me is is uh, September uh, 20th We'll be uh, the Black Lodge there in the, in the, uh, Memphis and the Seed. There'll be the return of the Thunderhawk screening, Rockwell Nightmare, and a live concert, and the uh, really big good. show. Hotel Evelyn, uh, that's September 21st in Pittsburgh, sponsored by WRCT, uh, org there. That's uh, uh, Eric Jackson Lurie. He's gonna be doing a, just a massive presentation. They're gonna have like three posters and uh, all kinds of stuff that he's got right. planned for there. Um, and then of course, the Three Links in Dallas, Texas on uh, the 22nd of September. Yeah, so it'll be a, we'll be running right through there, and uh, hopefully, you know, we'll, you know, we'll, it's going to be exciting, and mm. I believe it will be. It's going to be amazing, you know. Man. So I maybe you guys so. will be able to attend this, attend some of these shows.
0: I hope so. Well, yeah.
1: Come back to New
0: York.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I would love to come back to New York. You know, yeah. we, we we played there uh, recently at Saint Vitus. Right. Yep. You know, it was, yeah. wasn't. Yeah. I love the St. Vitus show. was great. Yeah. I
0: still yeah. haven't been to that place, but I hear it's nice.
1: Yeah. A lot of Yeah, I love to come maybe. back to New York. Yeah. Well, you know, I played, I mean, I, I lived in New York for a long time on 24th, Fifth Avenue, Fifth wow, and Ninth. Okay. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow, you live all over the place.
1: Oh, well, I did, you know, uh, <laughs> trying to make it. Uh, you know, I live in Hawaii, Los Angeles, wow. Las Vegas, Toronto. New York City for a long time and mm-hmm. London, England. You know, you name it. You know, so wow. I'm a world, world traveler. <laughs> but uh but it's super uh, great talking with you guys.
2: Yeah, you and, too. Uh, yeah, it's great talking with you too, Thor. Um just yeah. one last one last thing. If you're taking requests for Setlist at all, it'd be really cool to hear Edge of Hell again at some point. <laughs> oh, wow.
1: Now there's uh, <laughs> You're talking about the song Edge of Hell. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Okay. Now, here's, here's some, yeah, the Tritons. Yeah. Here's, here's something, uh, uh, what other song is associated with with the song uh, Edge of Hell? There's an association. Uh, wildlife? Well, that, that's the song you mean, right? Wildlife?
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. In brackets. Yeah. Yeah. It's wildlife. uh, Edge of hell. Brackets. Which was the title song, right? Of uh, see, originally the movie was going to be called the Interceptor. Sorry, the the uh, the Archangel, then the Intercessor, uh, then then Edge of Hell, and it became Rock and Roll Nightmare in America. Anyway, and kept Edge of Hell in other countries, but. uh, Okay. Um, anyhow, there's a song that I, I basically. Uh, I'm trying to, I guess what, what I'm trying to say is: is there <laughs> one song that you notice that is very similar to The Edge of Hell or is associated with that song? But that's a good, uh, uh, that was a good answer, though, about the wildlife. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, anyway, uh, I'll leave that with uh, I'll leave that with you. It's a I'm song stuck. that we do.
2: I'm gonna figure it that a, out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> let me know when you figure it out. Okay.
2: Well, if
0: anybody anybody watching the show knows the answer, put it in the comments below.
1: Absolutely. Please do. Yeah. So so otherwise otherwise I was inspired by a song that I wrote to write another oh. song. Okay. That I inspired myself. So, (laughs) (laughs) you can let me know uh, which song it is. Okay. But you know, now that the years have gone by, uh, it doesn't matter anymore. I can, (laughs) I can let it out. (laughs) Yeah, let the secret out. Well, that's good.
0: Have you You have you seen a lot more? Yeah, I just wanted to ask: Have you seen a lot more uh, interest in your stuff since the uh, the first documentary?
1: Oh, yeah, that mm-hmm. changed everything. Yeah. That documentary also kind of like gave us a, almost a, a little taste of the mainstream.
0: Yeah.
1: Being such an underground band, you know, and and there's a lot more. We wouldn't have all these other albums out if it wasn't for that documentary.
0: Right. You know? Yeah, it, it's helped. I guess it's helped you. It helped. Uh, remember when Anvil had theirs? That helped them a lot, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we played with Anvil one time. Uh, we did a Muscle Rock Festival in Sweden um, okay. in, uh, when was it, 20, 2015, I believe, and Anvil um, showed showed their movie mm. on one night, and we showed our movie on the other night. So, and we both headlined. We headlined one night, oh, they wow. headlined the other night. So, wow. you know, all Man, kinds cool. of fun stuff, you know.
0: Really cool. Well, I'm glad everything's working out for you now.
1: Thanks Sounds very like much. Having a, you know?
0: having a blast, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm just very doing all, happy all kinds of things.
1: Thanks, man. It's it's because of you guys and those like you guys. They're giving us that opportunity, so thank you very much. I, I thank no you. No
0: problem. And everybody, go out and uh, what's your website so everybody can go to your website and check out everything that you're doing and.
1: It's, uh, ThorCentral.com. Okay. T h o r c e n t r a l dot com. Oh, awesome. And you got
0: Facebook and everything too, right? Twitters and
1: all the typical yeah, so you social go media. Yeah, there, stuff. and they'll connect you to our Facebooks and all that. There's a lot of information on our Facebooks. Okay, very cool. Yeah, I'm on the yeah. Facebook. I want to. We have there. multiple Excellent. Facebooks out there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, everybody, go out and check uh, Thor's stuff immediately.
2: Yes. All right. On we'll... the pain barrier and the hammer of justice.
1: <laughs> all right all right
0: again thank you very much for coming on i really appreciate it
1: yeah thank you very much
0: yeah and uh we we'll could,
1: uh... uh let, let oh. us know when uh when it comes out and we'll hook it up to our social media with yeah the link up and, yeah, yeah we'll get it out we
0: there will. we will no problem and uh, i'd like to have you on again next time you have another album out Well, come on and we can talk about it
1: yeah. all right we'll do it for the next uh uh, tour and album uh yeah. release in that before march next year twenty twenty.
0: Awesome. We'll hopefully Excellent. we will be here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. All
2: yeah. right, awesome. Thanks, for...
0: Yeah. Have a great night. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. You too.
2: Goodbye. Well, wow, really cool. Yeah, that was cool. He's a great guy. We're just just a like guy. a regular dude. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's usually usually how people have been lately, I guess, right?
2: Yeah, everybody's been really cool.
0: I say that every time we have an interview. Everybody's been cool because it's true.
2: Yeah, it is. It's very true.
0: Well, uh, unfortunately, Uncle, Uncle uh, Saxon was not in a We're very not good not mood tonight. tonight. And uh, yeah, he was not in a good mood. <laughs> so there will be no Uncle Saxon story. Do you have any other stories you want to tell, Greg?
2: No. I mean I, I, I talked about the concert and
0: that was awesome. But, oh uh... speaking of concerts, I went to a concert recently and I barely ever go to any concerts.
2: Oh yeah, you saw the nightmare stage, right?
0: Oh I did see that too. That's that's two concerts I went to. I forgot about that one.
2: Shame on you. I know. Isn't right. it? I hope Mark's watching this right now. I don't Mark don't care.
0: <laughs> but uh yeah I went to mark's show it was pretty cool you know i i like i said i haven't been i don't know when the last time i went to like um you know a local concert like that it's it's been a while i felt so out of place oh wow really? look, look at me i don't look like one of those people that belong in, at those places at those shows
2: well i you totally look like some people i've seen at a king diamond concert before except you're about no, uh true. Hundred and fifty pounds lighter or more. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say we can't deny that. We know that's true. <laughs> yeah, um, but um, uh,
1: yeah. Been been really
2: good. A, I haven't been in one in a couple months, but my little uh, brother surprised me uh, with tickets to Iron Maiden, so he's gonna fly out here and we'll see that. Not next weekend, but the weekend after. Oh, cool. Yeah, so Joe's gonna come out, and that'll be cool. Nice.
0: Yeah, Mark's show was good. Um, the singer was good. The whole band was good. Nobody messed anything up or nothing bad happened. It was a really good show. Basically, what you hear on the Nightmare Stage album is what you heard live, and, and they do a good job.
2: I have to say, um, it, uh, even though they were YouTube videos, they sounded pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I actually put one up on our uh, our Facebook page, yeah. and I think uh, the sound came out pretty good. I, there's a trick. you got to cover the microphone. If you don't cover the microphone, you get that. (laughs) (laughs) Cover the microphone, people. Put your hand over the microphone, and it helps. And I also saw uh, Allison Chains. uh, Oh really? Yeah.
2: How was that?
0: Very good. Uh, A friend of mine at work. He had uh, he bought two tickets, and the other person he bought the ticket for. uh, Mm -hmm. He stopped being friends with him, (laughs) so he goes, "Oh, wow." So he goes, I got a free ticket. You want to go? And I was like, "Ah, all right. So we all, me and another guy went. It was fun. Oh, that's cool. I don't know if you ever been to Jones Beach.
2: No, never
0: have. It's it's on the beach. It's actually on on the water.
2: Oh, okay.
0: That's pretty cool. It it is cool because you get to see the water on, you know, the sides of them. The only thing I don't like about it, if you're sitting up too high, the sound kind of just like disappears. Yeah. the open, so you kind of don't really hear it as much as you are when you're down close. Which we were we were down you know, fairly close, so it was fine where we were. But uh, they play, they put on a good show. And um, uh, that William Duval, the new vocalist, he, you couldn't even, like, if you close your eyes, you'd think Lane Staley was up there.
2: Hmm.
0: He does a really good job. Cool. Yeah,
2: well, I, I enjoyed him on the record, so. That's
0: yeah. Good. And he's got a new solo album coming out, too. Oh, really?
2: Yeah, he does.
0: He's got a song on YouTube right now, but it sounds like um, can't, uh, Dust in the Wind.
2: Oh, and I keep forgetting to mention it because we've been talking about other stuff, and you sent me the song, actually, but Gate Creeper's got a new album
0: coming out. Yes, they do.
2: And that's going to be awesome.
0: How was that? I didn't listen to it. It's great. Is it? Good. Yep. Thanks for the
2: input. Kill, kill. Well, it's killer, badass, old-school death metal. You know? Yeah. I mean, you're not really into that too much.
0: I'm not a death metal guy. Some of it's okay. I can deal with some of it. I remember I liked the music. Vocals, yeah. I crazy about. Did it sound very similar to the other one, or it sound like a little bit uh, different? Any no, it's,
2: it's it's still them. Still them? Um, I mean, I only heard the one song. The album hasn't come out yeah. yet. Yeah.
0: Maybe we'll get the whole album. We'll see. Well, okay. I don't have any... I, I'd
2: um, I'd have to listen to it more in depth. I've only had the chance to listen to it twice because, hmm. you know, uh, when we did the AVA uh, Ziggy, I had to listen to it again. I hadn't listened to that record in years.
0: Yeah.
2: Which, oh yeah, everybody, this is going to be my last show because these two knobs wouldn't agree <laughs> with me even though they know <laughs> I'm right. Oh, you're not right at all. I'm Actually, always uh, right. I saw that album
0: today, the Mata Huble album, in the store I went to. They wanted 7 oh, really? yeah, seven ninety nine for it. I think it was used, but it was the uh, one of the bonus tracks. I left I it. I should have picked it up. I should have. I picked something else up. I don't have it here. Uh, Satan's Host, their first album.
2: Nah, I don't got the Hubble.
0: Nah, I've been looking for that uh, uh, Satan's Host album for a while, so I grabbed it. You even know who they are? No. No. You might like them. I'll send it to you.
2: Maybe it wouldn't matter though. I just still bought the other one.
0: I really, I should have bought both. Silly me. How many Shoot, albums does bastard. Mata Yeah, yeah. How many uh, albums does the hoop have? Uh, if you
2: count in compilations and like posthumous no, live just, releases, just there's albums. like fifteen. Just albums. Eight studio, eight studio. No, that's not too
0: bad. I'm sure I can find those cheap.
2: Yeah, you well, actually, no, nine. That's right because they did uh, they did two albums after they shortened their name and got Nigel Benjamin on vocals. Hmm. Yeah, I'll both, the whole both of which so. I like, but yeah,
0: I'll get there. Don't worry.
2: It uh, says so some of it you, you probably won't like because. Like I said, a, bi- a big thing with Bowie, but you know, it also kind of ended the band in a way from the way they were. But you know, Ian Hunter became the leader and they had direction and the manager that actually helped them because uh, Guy Stevens was like losing his mind at the time for whatever reason, I forget. And he was just off the cuff. And yeah. so. There, there is some of that shit on a couple of the earlier ones is a little directionless.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody doesn't really understand what we're talking about, uh, in two weeks we have uh, David Bowie, uh, Ziggy Stardust, and the Spiders from Mars album versus uh hoople All the Young Dudes. That'll yeah. be on two weeks.
2: Oh, so, so that's the last time we'll see me.
0: Yeah, that's the last time we'll see you. Thank
2: God. <laughs> I hope not. You, you think I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> you better be. I told you, you had no idea how petty I could be. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, but, it's just going to yeah. be you and the colonel now.
0: Me and the colonel. Cur- Don't call him colonel. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Um, yeah, we got a lot of stuff planned for everybody. Please check out our YouTube. We just had Michael Denner on what two weeks ago or no last yep. week yeah last week yeah and the week before that well actually a couple weeks before that we had uh david boyd from uh twisted tower dyer so cool. many guests on and next week there's going to be uh i think the whole band's coming on from the band timeless haunt they will be on hmm. and um who's on the 28th is the band orange sky
2: orange sky nigel and nicholas rojas yeah they'll both be on so that's cool. Trinidadian huh. metal. Very, not very well known, but very yeah. good.
0: And um, the vocalist from the band Skyliner, he will be on September 4th. That's right. Yeah. Very cool guy. Very cool band. Yeah. Uh,
2: I like them a lot. And we're also planning a special feature that may air soon. Oh, and yeah. if it works out, it may involve you fans in some way. Oh, that's right. Possibly even a record giveaway, but no request because you're going to get what I give you. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea, because I wasn't giving anything from back there. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll make the joke later when this in record. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that
0: reminds me. I went to that. Remember, I showed you the uh, picture oh, yeah, yeah. yesterday yep. of that of that hole that that music store got. I went there today. And uh, he actually pro- he, also- he actually posted more stuff this morning that he found in the uh, trailer, and there was um, "Don't Break the Oath" was in there. It was like brand new. Oh wow! Um, I, yeah, Melissa was in that picture too. There was a bunch of stuff. Sodom was in there. Two Sodom records.
2: Oh yeah, I saw that. The Sodom. Yep. Yeah, and uh, there were a couple other ones that fuck I can't remember.
0: Celtic Frost was there. Celtic Frost
2: was in there. Ludacris. There were a couple of destructions. Um, uh, I think there was an anthrax one in there.
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh, but I, I then, got there.
2: What? I was gonna say there was a lot of different shit. Yeah,
0: there was a lot of stuff there. And I, by the time I got there, there was only people searching through the pile of stuff. And <laughs> I, I knew that "Don't Break the Oath" was gonna be gone. I mean, I have it, but I wanted to find like a, maybe a better looking copy. But, uh, yeah, of course, you know, somebody... I wanted right to see
2: there. if it was there, because I'd have just been like, fuck you, yeah, I'll get you the money. <laughs> oh, no, you're talking about the other one, the EP. Yeah, yeah well, either one, I mean, I Oh, you need have... both? Yeah, I oh, only okay. have Melissa. Oh, all
0: right. Well, so now I know for next time.
2: That I was the one guy... I held on to. <laughs> yeah.
0: I wonder if that guy even bought it, because the guy was standing there when I was trying to look through him, and I saw he had it in his pile. So I said, oh, because he grabbed it and he moved it. So I go, oh, you're not looking through those? He goes, no, 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 those are mine, those are mine. I was like, oh, go fuck yourself. Uh, but then he was like, oh, I got a pile up on the desk already, so I don't even know if I'm going to be taking these. So I end up leaving. I, I couldn't sit there and look through all that crap. I have no patience for that.
2: Uh, I'm curious really? about
0: how much. I had my son. I, I can't sit there all day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I was curious of what he wanted for it. I asked him. He's like, if you find it, bring it up to me, which I know that means I'll bring it up to him he's going to go on Discogs and see what it sells for. And then he's going to take a couple dollars off of that. So by about that time I figured that out. I was like, forget it. I'm not even going to bother. And I left. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I know they're trying to run a business, but I'm not spending like $80 on a record I don't need.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't fucking give them eighty dollars for it either.
0: He wanted seventy, seventy dollars for one of the Sodom CDs and seventy-five for one of the others, the first two albums.
2: Well, if they were the European editions and they were like mint, I can yeah. understand that. They, they were in good condition.
0: Yeah, no, I, I get it. There's going to be somebody that's going to buy them, just not me. Yeah. At some point, all this, all this, this vinyl craze is gonna go whoosh, out the window, and ain't gonna be worth shit ever again. Probably. So I'll wait till then. That's when I make my move. Okay. <laughs> all right, I'm done
2: here. Are you done? Yep, I'm done.
0: Good. Go check out our YouTube Rat Salad Review. Go check out our website ratsaladreview.com. Okay. Check out our podcasts our podcast. We add music into the shows and uh, makes the show a little bit better, I think. I don't know. Can't really do yeah. it on YouTube because no. we get in trouble on YouTube, so I don't really do it too much. And, uh, yeah, so go check out the podcast's website, Facebook. Add us to Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, we're on Instagram. So, check everything out. We're everywhere. So, until then... Later. Goodbye.